Weird Things is brought to you by patreon.com slash weird things. Support the show. Hello and welcome to the Weird Things podcast. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Brian Brushwood. Ahoy! Bryce Castillo. Hello! And our guest panelist, Justin Robert Young. So nice to see you. Hello. Welcome to the show, Justin. Conspiracy theorist. Hello. <laughs> uh, Do we want to bring hey, this on uh, the show or no, not? No. No. Okay, we're not. God, no. We're uh, not. Unbelievable. Uh, maybe later. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I want you all to pull out your wall- imaginary wallet. Pull out your imaginary wallet. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm so glad you said the imaginary wallet because that one yeah. is much fuller. <laughs> than take, my out, take out wallet. eighty. Take out eighty-five bucks. Take out eighty-five bucks. Got yeah, it. of course okay. I have it. Eighty-five. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. Take eighty-five. Take out your lighter. Uh-huh. Oh no. Okay. But now let's fire. hear them out. Yep. Set on fire. Oh okay. my god. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's that, burning. That, that went, uh, Bryce, it's that, burning. that went exactly where we thought it was going to go. Turns out. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it went to the moon. Or it's on its way. <laughs> That's about how much every taxpayer just paid oh my for God. this his, his Artemis launch. <laughs> that was your price. That was your price. Swinging. Hot take. Wow. Uh, I'm out of the loop. What happened with Artemis? It launched. It, it, Artemis okay. <laughs> launched. It did. Finally launched. $85 per taxpayer later. Oh, okay. It launched. Wait, is that is ever everybody alive now, or everybody that's been alive <laughs> since they started building it? Uh, well, I, I did kind of the population, but if you divide it by actual taxpayers, your price is higher. Yeah. Um, so, so, so if you're yeah, we, yeah, we can push it taxes. over. We should we, we can push it over a C note. Yeah. A hundred dollars. Well, the out full of your the full program the full program will be a couple hundred dollars. Um, okay. And let me say, worth it. None of us here has a problem with spending money on space, right? No. We're all we're all we're all cool on that. Love we're it. just when it goes when it 10x is its cost and everything else like that and finally you watch it launch like yeah you did it you threw enough money at it you did it and yeah. the uh, and, and congratulations to everybody who worked on it because it's a very hardworking group of people trying to make this who have to work within a system that makes it hard the engineers the researchers everybody else who do this again i i am i am we, we we're gonna rip on the bureaucracy that makes it complicated to get things done but their work phenomenal it is it is an amazing piece of 1960s era technology brought into yeah. the 2020s um but that they did that uh the other part i don't know if you heard this was apparently it damaged the launch tower so even the launch tower is expendable oh no uh and so we we've talked a little bit before about how um uh, it's a uh, uh I, problematic i mean that not in a social sense but in a practical sense it's problematic to use uh hydrogen because it uh, turns out hydrogen molecules really small, like to leak out all over the place. Makes the uh, also using parts that were built from <laughs> space shuttles. And uh, never mind. I, I, I don't want to. Uh, uh, the I, I, Artemis. I, I, uh, 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 what what was that? What was that movie go. that they remade? Um, uh, Flight of the Phoenix or something about like uh, it was based on a true story of somebody who crashed. Oh, the plane. they they, they oh, had yeah. to rebuild the plane out of. Plane parts, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I that's a little bit a true what story, but it was a cool story, though. Yeah, or I guess it was. Yeah, it was an old story, and then it got remade. Uh, I think 10, 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. I, I found myself at a party a few weeks ago, uh, and I was talking to somebody who I found out worked in space 
stuff. And I, I immediately asked this person, oh my God, I'm so excited to have talked to you. Can we please discuss the hilarious failure that has been oh, Artemis? No. Uh, uh, found out that they worked on Artemis and uh, uh, they were less than pleased, but we wound up having a good conversation. How, how, how does that socially go? Like that moment of like, uh, d does he say- well, Relive your trauma, it, Justin. Or... Uh, uh, they, were, they were very gracious and they were, okay. they, they, they knew, they were, we, had, we had had a few pleasantries uh, uh, I... leading up to it. And so uh, uh, they, were, they were gracious enough to point out that uh, this is how things work, and you know this is the process, and and uh, they had not, they did not feel that they had gotten a fair shake in the press, and they they explained stuff to me, some of which I can totally understand. I totally grokked the fact that you know anybody who's involved in any project, you were going to be defensive about certain things, but uh, uh, yeah, here if you. There are people who did some of the best work of their life and high quality work yes. on this, yes. and, and that's that's and 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 the thing is, is like I've encountered that too. Right, people like I'm, I'm like, listen, like this was designed in a this was designed by Senate staffers. That's where it came from to appease, you know, the suppliers, contractors, and stuff because of financial support, whatever. It was pure pork barrel. That doesn't take away how hard the engineers work or the scientists worked on that. One hundred percent. But for them to be like, well, there's like, like, I'm sorry. No, it went from two. It went, went from a bad idea to a horrible idea, and it cost twenty billion dollars to get to this point. There is no justification for that because we ended up with the most expensive, unreusable launch system ever, and it just and really damaged our our, our ability to go into space. Really damaged our ability to be able to like the, what the resources it sucked away from the stuff. It impacted negatively. I I could because, be on board for the sentiment that. In an alternate timeline, we spent the money wiser, but but you're saying like when you say damaged, it makes me feel like the moment this successfully took off and went to space, we were set back. Um, no, no, the moment they 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 left the the little side room with a bunch of staffers having talked to contractors saying let's just use this, let's use this, and they told NASA you have to build this, and people at NASA were like. There's better ways to do this and cheaper ways to do it. And they said, no, this is what you have to do. That 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 was set a decade ago. That was when it happened, was that the, basically the damage was done was that because of pork barrel politics, NASA's ability to do the best work it could do was just hijacked. Got it. Is what somebody might say. One might I don't say, know if I yeah. subscribe to that. <laughs> yeah, you know that's. Yeah, I, I feel like we've we've certainly gone around the block on 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 Artemis uh, in terms of of our our problems with it. That being said, it's it's up, and so so how long? Uh, what is what is this trip going to take? Good question. It's going to do its loop de loop. So there's a NASA website. Uh, this is nasa.gov special slash track Artemis, and it's loading. A Unreal Engine application. So we will see what's going on here. And um, now I'm playing Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if you go there, they actually load up an animation and what not to go do this. And uh, well, and so uh, and uh, uh, the news this morning, I believe, was that uh, you know round the rounded the corner on the moon. And um, I guess uh, is is there a reason to have anything come back, or is it? Where, well, yeah, we want to go now. Well, we want to have the Orion capsule come back and land on Earth because we want to make sure that it'll bring our astronauts back. Oh, dear. I just remembered eventually we're <laughs> expecting to put humans on this. <laughs> wow. How wow. do you feel now, Brian? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> we're All looking, right. This is, this is a really cool animation that shows you that where cool. it is in space. Yeah. 
Um, and so, so it is, has it, it has not yet gotten to the moon or it has looped the moon? It's, no, I don't think it's, it's pretty gotten. close. Oh, the moon. Oh, I, I saw it like a second ago. Yeah, there, there we go. Oh, There's oh the moon. shoot, he's here. Did it loop? 217,000 miles from Earth, 12,000 oh. miles from the moon. Yeah, it would make sense to this loop. It's going 3,500 miles per hour. All right, so it already did. No. Yeah, yeah. again, the, the headlines I saw were that it had rounded the moon. Rounded the moon. Okay. And now it's on its way back. Yeah. With some moon moon fries for with, us. With, with, with some sweet moon selfies. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, moon, you're looking good. <laughs> It's been it's a while a, since I've seen you up close, but I got to say that you ain't lost a step. Hey, when other planets be calling you crater face, I don't think that's great. No, baby. Also, did I mean to put you in the category of planets? Because you're not. <laughs> you're a moon. Now, granted, you're a very big moon, but... Yeah, I like a big moon. Sus- I mean, not suspiciously like a large. Suspiciously large. But suspiciously large. large compared to the size of the Earth, Thick. some would say. With uh, two C's. Okay. <laughs> According to the documentary Moonfall. <laughs> I I tried to watch that, Brian. I tried to it's watch so it. Great. It's so great. You, you I have felt, to have an audience with you. <laughs> I could, But I got partway in, and I felt like I was watching a fail video, and I started to feel bad. I was like, I got to like where he gets fired by NASA and like this, the, the most cliche fired by Na- like the most, if I had an AI write this thing using cliches, this is what would have happened. That's why and I so I, that got to that scene. Like, I feel bad for watching this because I'm like, like, this feels like I'm, I'm watching, you know, somebody fall on their face and I don't, I feel, I felt uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, but what you missed in that opening scene is uh, the Chiron explains to you that he was able to land the space stu- shuttle with no electronics at all. That's an important yeah. plot point that comes up later. Well, it was fly-by-wire, so, I mean, it's, 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 it's you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Uh, but, again, congrats to all the engineers, everybody else who worked really hard on Artemis. Yeah. We, 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 as much as we, we bemoan, the the circumstances of its birth, the efforts and whatnot put on by the people there, for the most part, uh, I, I would say that if, if the one takeaway from this, the problem is that science is great and even big science can be great, but often the people in the room making the argument for it aren't really the scientists, they're the bureaucrats and they're the people that are looking at they want a program and not that it's the best path forward, that it's the path that gets, you know, has some sort of incentive other than perhaps what should be. So... I'm like, hey, yeah, I think talk to more scientists, talk to more engineers, just, just, you know, if you're a politician, talk to more of them, get more opinions. Don't just listen to the person, you know, who's in your office because some contractor has paid for this person to, you know, live 200 feet away from you and always tell you, you know, it would be really cool. So Yeah, but those people tend to be close to the capital. Yeah, nobody uh, wants yeah, nobody yeah. wants to go too far. Here's a counter argument. You know, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe listen to wherever the money is. I mean, that's yeah. certainly what we do. Follow the money. That's is what right. they say. Yeah, that's why that's why we would like to listen to your ideas. Mm-hmm. But there's just one little technical hiccup that we got, and the problem is a lot of you don't pay us. Yeah, <laughs> pay to play, baby. Payola. That's what we call it. Just kidding. We call it Patreon.com/slash. 
weird things. Yeah, uh, although if you do happen to have any friends in the record business and you want us to spin them wax, then why don't you become a patron and all of a sudden you'll you'll have our ear and you'll have the ear of all of our listeners. And you'll get your uh, custom RSS feed that you can put into the podcatcher of your choice. Never log in, never remember a username and password as soon as you have that put into the podcatcher and get our After Things podcast before anybody else. That is patreon.com slash weird thing no but seriously paola it's pretty great smells like a hit win-win so what if i went away to listen to the podcast but not have to remember my username and all that password stuff oh i mean well i mean if you have your own rss feed at patreon.com slash weird things that would be yeah, you go. just get your custom RSS feed, you put it into the podcatcher of your and choice, then you, forget. Then you, you set it and forget it. You you forget your login, you yep. forget your password, mm-hmm. you forget the name of your spouse, you forget What your if I don't want to have to write this stuff down and keep using it every time? You don't have to. Again, that's the biggest thing. So uh, remember, 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 remember that movie Memento? Yeah. He would be able to just have the new podcast, even if he didn't remember where it came from. In fact, we promise that every new patron will get a Polaroid. We call it the Patreon Polaroid phenomenon. That's three So what you're saying is I could be listening to the same podcast over and over. No. And not know it because I'm the podcast. guy in Memento. Well, you could theoretically, but that would Wait, be. See, we, we don't. But how would that. I know well, well, if I'm the guy? You wouldn't. You we, wouldn't. Yeah, we don't advise you re-listen because then you would remember that I lied to you just now when yeah. I said we would send you a Polaroid. Yeah. So so just listen. What listen and forget it. <laughs> that's the. This, okay. is, this is our message to Guy <laughs> Pierce. Guy I'm, Pierce, I'm going to try please. this. You got me. Good. I'm going to subscribe to your OnlyFans. Okay. Done. All right. You know what? We'll take it. Patreon.com. I, yeah. I shudder at what is at OnlyFans.com slash weird things. <laughs> oh, had, no. Oh, no, no, I, no, 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 had, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I ran oh, into, no. years ago, I ran into a couple friends of my brother. My brother said, yeah, like, Dean, it's so-and-so were on the internet, and they decided to go to weirdthings.com. And they see you, and they're like, "Well, of course, you know." It's my older brother's friends. Like, ah, let's go find some weird things. I'm, I'm Andrew. I saw magic. It's hilarious. United States up one nothing, one nil oh over Wales for gosh. the record at halftime. At the half, just want to keep everybody up to date. What are we doing to Wales? Uh, you know, here's another thing. They got a dragon on their flag. That a whale? That. They're called whales. Why don't they have a whale? Put a whale on that Put flag. Put a big whale on there. Get out of here, these jokers. Uh, a lot so is making I've... a lot more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to trap you I my thicket. To... I'm going to trap you my thicket of nonsense. I don't know. I don't know. Before yeah. the end of this I, show, I I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm just going to keep uh, dropping these berries that, until you follow me into the thicket. So, uh, Twitter. Yeah, let's talk about it. What are our thoughts? Uh, it's a micro blogging platform. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you want to conceptualize it, think of AIM away messages. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I mean, uh, 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 where, where do uh, we start? Yeah, uh, 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 real, real quick. Here's my hot take on Twitter. My favorite, yeah. my favorite new hot trend on Twitter is people going to Twitter to 
tell us what they posted on all of their social media yeah. platforms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey guys, uh, here's my Mastodon post on this thing. Uh, it's a it's a fascinating social experiment right now because obviously the community that has been built on Twitter, frustrating though it might be, is obviously compelling. There's a reason why people are there because uh, uh, there are a lot of people. I don't doubt the frustration and anger that some people have with uh, mm. uh, the new CEO, Elon Musk, or uh, you know just general megrims that, that have existed with that platform for, for you know, ever. But at the same time, <laughs> everybody just kind of keeps coming back and you leave for a little bit and then you come back and you're like, hey, everybody, just so you know, I'm having a really good time on this other website. And it's like, OK, cool. It's 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 amazing to watch that shift from one spectrum to the other spectrum. <laughs> there was this we the, the exodus of conservatives to go to these other oh, yeah. platforms. And then now we're watching the other side, kind of the exodus to there. And, and then it's just this. And it's so funny to see the same things play out. And, and you know, as, as, I, as I, you know, am, am rapidly approaching my, my 40th birthday, the biggest thing that I can say about aging is that you realize how much of the world and life are the same patterns repeating over and over and over and over and over and over again. But it's like down to the fact that whenever anybody wants to leave a platform, the social media platform, it always also comes with the idea that, well, because we're leaving, the economics of this website are going to totally collapse. And and you have seen this with conservatives for the last uh, uh, five years that, oh, well, YouTube's collapsing because they're censoring conservatives and Twitter's collapsing because they're censoring conservatives or blah, 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 blah. And now it's the liberals. I mean, if we're going to draw crude drawings of of, of what's happening now, that that you see a lot of liberals that are are upset with the platform and it's leaving and oh there there's all these economic reasons why this platform is going to collapse. I will say that so far this time the doomsayers have been a lot louder, or at least maybe I follow a lot more doomsayers. Uh, I follow a lot more liberals than I do conservatives in general, but uh, 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 it, it has been among the funniest times I've ever been on this website. Like I, I have to say, I'm going. I'm going to buy the commemorative DVD and the, and, and, and the fine China. I'm going to, I'm going to get the action figures for the 10th anniversary of this, the funniest time in Twitter history. I mean, uh, it's certainly more lighthearted to watch everybody have a party at the end of the universe on a social media <laughs> platform than believing that the world is ending because of politics. Like that yeah. is, that is a significant uh, upgrade in my experience. Yeah. I, I, I think the comment about is it good to have alternatives? Absolutely good to have alternatives because there's you want to have places and sometimes, you know, there's some people that might want to have conversations within sort of smaller groups that that maybe because they don't want to you know have, you know, hear uh, get, get criticism whatever like that. I I think about people who might be in you know particular you know, you know, feel. You know, outliers in certain areas, whatever. So I get that. I think there's always a value for other alternatives. What I love about Twitter, and and I think that there are different ways that people consume information. I'm the kind of person, like like Justin, probably you, Brian, Bryce. Like I go to I go to every site. I don't just go to like CNN or Fox News. I go there. I go to Axios. I go to just a bunch of different sites across the spectrum because I just want to see what everybody's saying because I I don't trust the people 
on one part side to tell me what the other side is actually saying. Yes. You know, that, that that's my universal. Like, I Although don't care. I, I, you know, what I, I do trust everybody telling me what they're posting on Mastodon. I believe that that is what they post. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I think you're I right trust there. that. Uh, uh, a really great site I've loved was, you know, Real Clear Politics. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, that was one of the things I really loved about the fact that, like, you know, you get, it'll tell you, it'll cover, you know, both spectrums of there. And I, and I like that. I like that a lot. And uh, so, like, Twitter for me is great because I have no trouble filtering and seeing what I want to see or saying, okay, I just want stupid stuff now. I don't want to have to be thinking about things. Uh, the uh, app, uh, Ground News, I, I don't know if anybody is still using it, but I, I still check in there and uh, I, I like their. Uh, in general, you know, they, they hit you with the news alert. It tends to be like a thing that everyone's going to talk about. And then the moment you open it, it says, this is what, you know, one team says or another team says and so on. Mm-hmm. Do, do you guys Those think the Twitter great. thing is political? Like, I don't think it's a political issue. Uh, it's, part of it. it's part of it. It's part I, I, of it. Is it? Oh, I, no, no, I, 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 I do think like I saw on top. Yeah, no, 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 Bryce, Bryce, I would say that there is an identitarian element to this. Uh, uh, and there it is not the the faults of this are not on political lines but then again i also think that what's happening at twitter is largely you know look elon musk bought a thing and took it private and he is making decisions i don't think that when we look back on what happened with twitter that it's going to look all that different than what happened with a lot of tech companies that are going to make a lot of very drastic changes to their 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 bottom line over the next 2 years because the free money is over uh, everything has to actually make a profit now, and and that's going to change a lot of what's what's happening. And so, what looks to be abject chaos, in my opinion, is going to look a lot more like a a a, a forebearer for a general trend in about two years' time. All that being said, yeah, uh, uh, there, Elon Musk, I think, has intentionally antagonized an element of Twitter for which is overwhelmingly liberal. And and that is part of the uh, identitarian cloister that is the most mad about what is happening right now. Now, that might change and we might already be seeing it change because things move fast on Twitter there. You know, uh, Elon Musk gave a one word answer for whether or not Alex Jones was going to be allowed back on the platform. The answer was no. So if there is an element of the right for which very much wanted Alex Jones to be back on Twitter, they're going to be mad that that Elon Musk is going to be a a scold and a censor in the way that the old regime was. Uh, it just but, it just seems uh, it just doesn't sound right to say that it's like a political issue. Like maybe it maybe it is a certain audiences that have political demographics, but like I don't think that what's happening is because of is is it I, is well, I, I would say on that every, everybody I've seen who's left to Mastodon tends to be from one party or one uh, point. The, the, okay, I guess that's so. What my, what's your you're saying? What I'm saying I, is I'm that saying the, like, the Exodus. Uh, uh, no, go ahead, finish. Oh, no, I'm, I'm confused. I'm saying like yeah. yeah, like I think that right now people there feel like it's not representing other values and they're they want to go to another platform. I'm saying it tends to be that 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 segment where previously it was like conservatives said we're leaving when they weren't happy and now i'm seeing that so i'm saying like you don't think it's because they don't like the politics of it or you think they you think it's 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 irrelevant i think that it's not on the topic of politics well uh i i mean elon i mean (laughs) unless we're saying elon musk is on the conservative flag or twitter is now the gop website 
Like I, I think well, I would, people, I would, I, I've heard people say that. Now. I well, heard people and, say. And, well, I don't know who those uh, people say anything. That's the problem with Twitter. many Anybody such cases. Say, many such cases. I just, I, I, like for me, I, I'm probably not going to. I don't, I don't know. If if Twitter goes away, I will probably not replace it because ultimately, I think this is just showing me I don't need microblogging in my life. It's not a net positive. Um, but I don't want that attributed as like, oh, it's because it's. Because those weak liberals wouldn't couldn't stand it on Twitter. Nobody's saying. I mean, that. All right, I, hold on. I, I, I'll, I'll delete that tweet. All right. <laughs> I'm at, just saying. Like, at, I, I don't. At I mean, is. If, if if it's it's one thing if like okay, well, I'm seeing people who are liberal who are leaving. Okay, but is, is it because of political issues or is it because the website is kind of a trash fire? Uh, I, well, one, uh, one. I don't I don't know how much of the experience has been affected by first people. I don't. Mike, it's worked consistently for me. Two, my point was conservatives had the same thing and they said, oh, we're going to leave. And now we're seeing liberal. I'm not being, I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, that, people, when people get frustrated, mm-hmm. that was the thing that happened with conservatives and saying now it's happening because conservatives left because they felt like it was being run by very progressives. And now some people, and I can, I'm happy to name names after the show of prominent I, people who are journalists and stuff and say they're leaving because they think it's now become, you know, the foothold of they think Elon is an arch conservative. And that's why they're frustrated. They, and they think everything he does, they look at it through that lens. Are they wrong? Are they right? I don't know. But I'm saying that it's not like there's a mass exodus of conservatives right now. I'm, but I'm saying it's like, that's fine. But uh, well, then, OK, here's my anecdote. I'm yeah. if I leave Twitter, it's not for political reasons. Okay. It looks like a trash fire. Put me on the other column okay. then. Like, I, I, it just, I, it just not, seems really no, strange to me to say it's a political topic when you're just looking at political demographics. Well, let me, I'm let saying me, let me, that can I, oh, can the I only people I know, hold on, hold on. The only people in my anecdotal, only people I have seen okay. who publicly I, left mm-hmm. in my, and again, I may be wrong. The only people I've seen, the only high profile columnists and bloggers and people that I've seen who have left this having people who've been, and I could be missing everything, have been from that side. The same as back with the conservatives. It was just the conservatives were leaving. Now I'm just seeing that. I could be wrong. Are they living for political reasons or is it just that group of people? Is it they a political reason that they're leaving? I mean, that's that's what I'm they, trying well, to they get don't to. Agree they, they don't agree with the politics of Elon. They don't agree with their perceived politics of Elon Musk. Uh, uh, well, I... Uh, well, the, I don't again, know. Why are they, Bryce? Why are they? Okay, wait, wait, wait. You're trying to tell me that anecdotal data is so important here. Why are they leaving then? What has functionally changed about Twitter then? Why are they leaving? What changed about Twitter? Why are they leaving? I don't know. It's your anecdotal data. It's. I'm trying to say no. Why are people leaving? What are they? Is it because it doesn't work? The app doesn't work. Is it because it broke? Is it because they the there's a technical problem? I you would have to ask the people who left. I I. I, I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking. Is there a is there a political reason to this, or is it just a political demographic? Uh, I would say that again. I think that that there are a lot of identitarian coalitions that are created on the internet, and that they tend to like the same things. There's far more liberals that were engaging in the Hamilton dialogue than there were conservatives. I'm not to say that that it wasn't all liberals. That there were some conservatives that were sharing memes about. Uh, uh, Hamilton, but by and large, it was that. In the same way that a lot of uh, uh, SEC football conversation tends to be more conservative than it is liberal. All that being said, uh, I do think that there are political conversations that are happening on Twitter specifically around content moderation. And that's where I think when the conservatives left, it was because they felt that there were accounts that they enjoyed that they did not feel crossed uh, uh, content moderation guidelines, 
that were being suspended uh, uh, or booted off the platform entirely. Similarly, now under new management, you are seeing some of those con some of those uh, uh, accounts come back. Most notably, the former president of the United States over the weekend. Uh, that is something where some people believe that that is dangerous, that is uh, a politically abhorrent, and they're registering their disgust. I don't know if they're going to leave because I don't think the conservatives left when they said that they were going to leave. Uh, but I do believe that those situations, those specific conflicts are on political lines. And I win. Yeah. I win. <laughs> I, yeah. Three seconds of silence means I win. So Maybe the uh, longest stretch of silence ever. There we go. Uh, a big, big win for me. Yeah. Wow. Tell you what, I feel like the USA up 1-0 on, uh, on Wales. Yeah, I mean, Bryce, if I you want to just express what you want to say, just I'm not going to interrupt you. I, I, uh, no, I've, I've already said, said my, my piece. I mean, I, I, I don't think it has to necessarily be a, a, a political motivation that people are leaving. Um, and I don't, I don't know what their reasons are. Um, I agree that many people, many people, it is, it is not okay, actually so political. Gonna... I totally agree with you on that. <laughs> totally agree with you on that. <laughs> Somewhere, somebody's left for non-political reasons. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, any other things going any on? Any other thoughts? Um, we're not finished with Twitter. We're not. We're staying here, right Just, will here. Will we ever? One will, more than. Will, Go ahead. What let let let's say let's say that the decisions being made are disastrous. You know that we have on one hand, Elon says we're bringing back Donald Trump, but he says no to Alex Jones. And to many people, there's not a lot of difference in those points of view. Both of them look at people who may have incited violence. Both of them people look at like the spread of disinfo, etc. And so that's already creating this like, wait, what's the standard here? And if you're going to have this sort of mercurial standard that depends upon the whims of the CEO. What's the longevity of a system like that? Uh, I, you know, the question, I think, the, the, the answer to that question goes to the heart of why Twitter is compelling now, you know? Because, uh, uh, again, I don't doubt the anger or the disgust of people that are angry and disgusted by Twitter right now. I, I, I believe that that is real. What I have said from the very beginning is that Twitter's heroin just because you don't like your new dealer doesn't mean you stop doing heroin. Uh, uh, you are you are there for the community. And I think that that is something that has become abundantly clear of frustrated, though many, many, many might be. There's nothing like this on the Internet, at least not now. Now, maybe that'll be replaced, but I suspect that it won't be the exact same. It'll be something else and something that mostly takes advantage of the the platform as it is, uh, you know, Twitter began. And I think what, what got a lot of us into Twitter was because we were all internet early adapt uh, adopters. And so all of a sudden there was a community that was almost entirely catered to us and being able to share exactly what we were doing in real time, share news in real time. Uh, that became in in intensely compelling. And then we hit this tipping point where, you know, it, it, it also became about, you know, a uh, uh, journalism and it became about politics and it became about all these other things for which uh, uh, has created this rich community uh, and comedy and stuff like that. So uh, what what exists here now is an extraordinary uh, a meeting of the minds. And I hate the, the, the term public square because it, it has this 
idea that it's it's rooted or, or deeply important. And I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, uh, 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 deserves to to have this kind of title of the the marketplace of ideas. But I do think it's a rad, very very compelling community, and and that has proven itself to be something that is incredibly sticky. Yeah, uh, I I've always dug the fact that Twitter sort of represented this moment that mm, the online part of humanity essentially started keeping a diary in uh, in public. But uh, man, is it hard to have any kind of reasonable conversation and um, uh, 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 just just to put a button on the politics side of things. Those who were upset and quitting the chatter I saw was largely I don't want to be on a platform that empowers. Um, uh, hate speech. And of course that's a loaded term because who's to say what, uh, uh, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking. Um, but um, uh, the, there was like an association bias where it's like, I don't want to be on this thing. If this, this political figure that I don't like is on it. I, 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 and also, totally support. It's a free website. Who cares? It's a it's a friggin' website. Who cares? Like, why? Well, I, like, it's just I, it's ones and zeros. Like, I guess uh, community and all that stuff. But like, there are other websites. <laughs> there are other places to meet people. There's, I I will I, I will make things. this argument. Yeah. But what I like, I I think if you're not happy, and I think everybody has to act on their principles. This, and I'm fine to support it. Like, like the, when you know whatever group left, whatever reasons. I think that's fine. Vote in with your feet. I, I think even if I don't agree with somebody, I'm like, hey, you're doing something. And I, I respect that. Uh, Bryce, the point of like just the website, like I, I, my argument is if Facebook shut down tomorrow, we would grumble and be problems for like a week and then we'd be back to normal. If Twitter shut down, we would not know what the hell is going on in the world. It would we would be very it would be you know, chaos because the uh, amount of worse, information worse yet reporters wouldn't know what well, to report. That's, well, that's uh, where we get it, but that's the point. That's my point. Where are we getting information from about what's going on in the world from reporters? It, it is. So when you shut, when they're not reporting out of different parts of the world and whatnot and saying what's going on, that news doesn't just pop out of the ether. It comes sure. from there. And that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that would be a big impact. I, I but would, it's not I, the be-all end all. It's not would, too big would, to fail. I, I would make the argument that we oh. might be in a better news environment if if if, if, if reporters did oh, yeah. not use Twitter as a as a catch-all to to uh you know uh, put their finger in the air and here's what Twitter's saying yeah. about this. Well, and something, yeah, uh, uh, Bryce, you're right. I mean, it's not eventually. It's something statistically speaking. Eventually, something will displace it, and if it vanishes tomorrow, something will eventually fill the void. But what a void it will be for a while. I, I I do think I I I would push back slightly on on your on your statement, Bryce. That mm. yes, it is just a website, but like it's a community that matters. Communities do matter on the internet. Like like it is the crowd that is gathered there that is important to you. And Facebook is important because you are they are very good at trying to tailor exactly the community that you see to people that you care about. Uh, Twitter is the opposite. It is something where like, yes, you're following people, but also retweets mean that you're seeing a lot more of, of, of what is on there, but also you're able to, to curate your experience to a certain extent. Who knows where that platform goes from here, but there's no denying, at least for me, boy, as much as I can, I can complain about Twitter because everything is, is worthy of complaints. Anything that's worthwhile is worthy of complaining about at some point. Uh, is there no better site for like one note jokes 
and sports updates and politics for straight from the horses mouths of the people that are that are doing it like it's it's a it's a pretty unique potpourri that that uh, I I think I would if I were to to try to replace it I would be going to a lot of different places and so yes we have McDonald's at home there's another <laughs> website that could do a thing uh, but sometimes you just really like McDonald's what if we got Google Reader back in uh, back in action? I'll tell you what. What if we RSS it up? All for it. All <laughs> for <laughs> it. No, because that's one thing that Twitter did replace for me that I do think was for the worse was mm-hmm. that I just gave up on on RSS feeds because and part of it is because blogs got crappier and it was a lot more garbage that was that was <laughs> being people pumped started out. repurposing tweets as blogs. Basically, I mean, like, here's like, what the tweets are saying about the real simple syndication. But I but I very much I made a conscious decision when Google Reader went away that I didn't or I, I tried Feedly or whatever for a little bit and then i was like eh, whatever i just i'm gonna follow all the things that i currently have rss feeds for and it's just gonna be in my feed when i'm look when i'm in the mood to look for stuff hmm. uh, but i would rss love, I would or love die man yeah i would love it rss I, I still uh, use rss i just looked up uh the the rss reader i used after google reader died is still up that's awesome uh news blur that's that's an awesome one yeah maybe uh, I, you I, RSS I, sorry sorry New, news blur not not great bl- branding. <laughs> like you don't if think? there's one thing I want out of my news, it's not blurriness. You don't want to blur it Got up. This blur it up. News blur on my fingers <laughs> from this. <laughs> uh, I still use Feedly, and I use Feedly Classic because they did this update, which I didn't like. Oh. There's a lot of what. Well, sometimes like a good product will see where trend is going, and then try to do what that other trend was doing, like al- algorithmic stuff and whatnot. When it's like, no, I liked you because you weren't that. Yeah, I'm not saying that was there, but it was like, you know, and like like Twitter, like Twitter went through this. We need to be Facebook phase for a while. Oh, my God. Which really. Yeah, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll probably move to heavily would be Reddit, because like Twitter, everything on Reddit is posted as public. Um, and uh, unlike Twitter, you can reliably see news headline, local Austin, something or other. And I immediately will not even read the article. I'll click straight to the comments where the number one most upvoted thing will be, hello, person who was at the accident scene. Here's yeah. what happened. Uh, <laughs> it, it, there, there, there's some kind of self-moderation and you know proactive moderation on, on the part of humans there. I'm a fan of compelling internet products. I like those. I like that internet product. I like Twitter. I like email. <laughs> I like them all, man. I love I'm- it. I I put out a tweet is like and and everything too is like obvious from this conversation everybody's media consumption is different and so what a thing means is 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 can be varied I I love you like you like my two things Twitter and YouTube Twitter because that's how I go like what the hell are what's going on in the world and then YouTube for me is how I learn stuff and I I'll I'll, I'll put it in one of my picks but like um I love the number of crazy obsessive people writing, making content for a few hundred people to watch, or sometimes eight, you're like, the, you're like the ninth, you know, the eighth person to watch a video. And like, this is really cool. And you're like, I should tell the world. I'm like, I don't, I think there are probably eight people on the planet that really care about this particular topic. So maybe it has reached its full audience. Hmm. I, 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 I kind of, I like, I like discords. We've, we've got, we've got some discord servers. Mm. I, I really like discord a lot. And I I like it because it's not public. Um, yeah, and and maybe it's because I have have Twitter or or a good group of folks on Discords who post who post news stories and and about things that go on. But I I like it because it's not 
open and public. It's just the folks that I like, and they're in well-organized servers. Um, 100%. Discord is the most under-told story about new media, about what's been going on, because you just don't see it talked about or covered, because it's a generational thing of people who are in there talking about this sort of stuff. The number of products that have come out because technology stuff and whatnot, besides forgetting just the crypto stuff, it is such a huge phenomenon. But like you would, if you talk to tech reporters and stuff, they're like, eh, this, and it's like, it's huge. It's huge. Like the number of my friends that are have, they have their own discord servers for different topics and number of stuff that's going on there. I think that's going to be the future for a lot of stuff. I think that's going to be a huge future there. So I'm, I'm very much a fan of discord, what it is. And, and discord is just IRC with Facebook groups. Like it isn't really anything more than that. It's, it's not like some new, like TikTok is interesting, but it's a completely new paradigm. Well, kind of it's like channel surfing, I guess, but, um, Discord is very much just like it's it is literally chat rooms and forums. Uh but but they were but but, but they were smart about it, right? Like yeah. like they they de- they defined their product, they based it on an existing community, right? It was it was gamer focused. They understood that they were uh, uh in many ways redundant feature-wise of Slack, but they were like, well, but you don't want to have fun on the same app that you work on. So there's a worthwhile thing for another app. And that's why, you know, again, it's like the most important social media products define community first, or at least or find community based on their technology. I think we, a lot of times we focus far too much on the features and the tech and whether or not it's innovative instead of looking at, well, how did this speak to the largest number of people? Why does this gigantic number of people continue to interact with it? What are they getting out of it community-wise? And and Discord is great. I I, lo- I love it. I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I, I don't think it's a Twitter competitor though. Hmm. Well, it's a, but it serves a different thing though. But it, yeah. it, it it certainly it could do a lot of what maybe people use Twitter for for some extent. Um, yeah, Bryce, although, do you want to describe? Yeah. Okay. Does somebody want to give to our audience who maybe have not aren't familiar with Discord? Somebody want to give them the quick TLDR? I think I think Bryce it's, nailed it. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah. It's, it's it's IRC. It's like it's like the vision well, of IRC, right? Like not I, just, yeah, but I'm saying like, that's the abstract thing. You go and you create your own Discord server. Is what I was going to get. Yeah. At, is you oh, create yeah. your own Discord server and you can invite people in there to do it. And you can have hosted, you know, in the cloud, etc. But basically, the idea is similar to like very similar to like Slack. But the idea is you can just go say, I want to create a Discord server for people who want to talk about science fiction books. You invite people in and you can make it public where anybody can join or you can do invite only. Yep. You have moderation. You can create bots. You can do some really cool stuff with there, like have ask questions and stuff. So it's like, you know, it's a forum. But yeah, but it's it's yeah. the idea is that you just, you just go sign up and create one and get it going. Quickly. You can go to bit.ly slash jury discord. That is bit.ly slash J-U-R-Y discord. I, it's my I Discord wonder, where I reign supreme. Oh no. as we, I think that's the wave of the future. I think as we part, as we start getting better with AI moderation and putting bots that can sort of help run these sorts of things, I think the idea is it's maybe in the future it's not like, oh, I, I'm creating a podcast or whatever. It's like I'm launching not necessarily Discord, but some form of that. Oh, subscribe to this. Well, that's where you'll get my audio and my videos and everything else. You can easiest way to find it there. And that's where the community is. So everything's in sort of one place. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool website. Uh, uh, yeah, I dig it. And they've got like, like I, what's it, what I think is really cool is like the API and the bot stuff. 
Um, I think that shows a lot of, uh, especially enthusiasm from developers to, mm -hmm. to, to, to build new features into the, into this, into the app, uh, that is not just officially from the company that makes it. I think that's like, that's kind of the mid journey stuff is on, is I know a, a buddy of, uh, a, a buddy was showing me some stuff and it's all in discord the way he does it. So, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's, as we move forward and we've seen a lot of, I mean, really the birth of social media, um, uh, you know, from, from our perspective, but the one thing that will always, it mattered then. And it's only, I think going to matter more and more is the passion that your user base has for your product. And, and that is irreplaceable. That is something that, that is a uh, very important. And in a world of a billion different things that you can do at any given time, it is only going to get more and more valuable. If your user base just has a very compelling reason to be there on discord, it tends to be a lot of passion because that's where your friends are, right? Like you want to, you want to be bound to them. Uh, uh, with, with, with Twitter, it's something maybe a little bit more complicated. Uh, uh, and, and at times for people who are, are frustrated by what algorithm feeds them, sometimes you can look at it in, 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 in a sinister way, but there is something that, that you are passionate about and, and you want to come back to. Yeah. Want to do picks? Yeah. Uh, I got a pick. Here's a question. Pick it up. Uh, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Let's say you wanted to teach something uh, that, that requires people to create a mental map. So we tend to use visuals to do that. Uh, what happens when you're teaching that thing to somebody who's blind since birth? Uh, that's a question that uh, our friend uh, Deviant Olive of uh, Red Team Alliance tackled when he recently taught lock picking at the Texas School to the Blind, or, or Texas School for the Blind. And he, um, uh, th this was born of a conversation he had over a Zoom link where um, he sent a series of oversized 3D printed items and uh, uh, basically wanted to see if he could do it in a group setting. So he came to Austin and we, uh, 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 Brant uh, shot a video for Deviant and Deviant was kind enough to let us run it on the Monorogue channel. So if you um, uh, check it out, it's really fascinating because it begins with uh, sort of, you know, if, if, if you have no idea what's inside a lock, you get to experience it uh, from the inside out. I almost wonder how well this would play just listening to the audio of it. But by the end of it, he's got uh, all these students opening four pin lo locks and also along the way, having challenging conversations about, is, isn't this what criminals do? And it's like, well, uh, it's like a kitchen knife. You know, a chef can use it to create a delicious meal or a bad criminal can use it to get, steal a lady's purse. Were Nixon's crew criminals? <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it's, it's really, I don't know, it's so joyful. I, I really enjoyed it. I, awesome. I think I've watched this 45-minute video twice. And uh, it's just a delight. That's what my my father when he was in high school. They used to wrestle against the kids from the school for the blind. And when you wrestle with them, they had the one thing is you have to have like a hand on them, like you have to have a hand on each other to keep contact, so they mm -hmm. know where you are. Mm -hmm. He said they were like the best team there was. He said they just, <laughs> just like it was just they were phenomenally all of them amazing, you know. And it's just 
Well, and, and there is something assume. like it's it's inherently kinesthetic. If what you're doing is drawing a mental map of what's happening inside mm -hmm. of the lock, uh, having eyes, not a lot of help <laughs> outside of <laughs> yep. outside of locating where to put the pick and the tension wrench. Everything else is the map entirely based on what you're feeling in, in your fingers. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's it's wonderful. It's awesome. De Deviant to hear Deviant just talk about this idea that he's got that he had and. To, to scale it up to make this presentation with the students, he he his enthusiasm and his excitement for it just comes completely comes through, and it's it's hard not to feel the same the same as, excitement as, as does the enthusiasm from the students, yeah. you know, and and you could tell I, there's a, a fairly broad range from uh, blind from birth to uh, you know extremely nearsighted to uh, neurodivergent to uh, there there is one. Uh, uh, one student who was uh, using ASL. It, it, it's just, I don't know, uh, 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 wholesome and lockpicking. Words you don't often hear put together. <laughs> I, I just, I yeah, I just imagine the conversation when they got home. So what'd you do today? Learn how to pick locks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It was great. Uh, 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 and by the way, uh, uh, you'll see it when you watch the video, but he created a series of like eight different bags, each one tagged uh, with, with a little bit of Braille on there, one, two, three, four, five, six. And so, you know, you feel each of them as you go through it. Um, and Brant did a stellar job on the visuals with the 3D modeling on there. Yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Oh, wait, shout out to Braille. Yeah, big ups to Braille. Yeah, big up it's Braille. been too long. I was like, ah, you know, I can't see, I can't read, ah. What if we put bumps on a page? Ah, oh, that'll never work. Mm. It works. You know, and <laughs> haters, like, haters will say it's Photoshop. I mean, <laughs> you ever see a Braille Playboy? No. Is it just they a, made? Oh, I have heard they, of that. Yes. <laughs> oh, well. It's the articles. I was going to say, yeah, just for the articles. Yeah. <laughs> but sir, it's not a joke, though. They literally made. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Oh, oh that, okay. That's yeah. just boobies. Okay, uh, we got to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to pick. Pick it up. Money. I love it, but I <laughs> problem is I got to spend it so I can buy people gifts for the holiday season. I just want to get them a bunch of really cool huh. things. Uh, uh, you know, like Bryce uh, pulled uh, like up the Wikipedia for money and stuff. So that's why I'm gonna keep my eyes. On scamstuff.com. Oh, now, yeah. now what yeah. do they have? Now, what sort of stuff do they have over there? Uh, uh, well, bring it up so I can see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a new. I, I, I don't get to double tap here, <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, it's uh, it's it's coming up on Black Friday, and uh, tis yeah. the time to give good gifts. Here, uh, I got a I got a pick for it. I got a real got? pick. How about this? Okay. Okay. Uh, speaking of Brant, Brant Hughes. Uh, Brant also made an amazing video two days ago, <laughs> um, describing, uh, these, uh, these, these paintings that we've had on the modern rogue set for the past few months. And, uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you that they contain a secret message, uh, and you can get them yourself and learn about how to solve them also on the modern rogue, uh, YouTube channel. Um, and if you like them, you can get them at scamstuff.com. But, uh, Brant made a, this incredible, uh, illustrative video describing uh how how this sort of thing works i'll show this just a little bit but there's like a there's a double binary mode on one of them and the other one's got more secret stuff so if you like puzzles and uh home decor check it out on modern rogan's game double Spot. binary yeah yeah but one of these kids gonna knock it off <laughs> what if 
I was looking more for like, I don't know, like I hate, I want a lighter, but I don't want to have to carry it around in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Why'd you step on my unsolicited plug for Brian's website? <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to say like, Brian, if people were going to sign up for a mailing list or maybe like a text uh, uh, well, list, mean, where, okay. where would people go? Because there's going to be a lot of deals this week. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I mean, if you went to gimme.scamstuff.com, you could yeah. enter to win one of five of the uh, artwork pieces that Bryce was just talking about. Oh. And along the way, you'll get email updates from yours truly. Ooh, well, That's... I'm going to go now. Yeah, but I... I want a lighter, but I don't want to carry it. I want it like on my wrist. Where would yeah. I, I need a site that can give me that? <laughs> well, if That's you would like, stuff. Would, you, would you like it to also tell you the time? Because it doesn't do that. Oh, it well, yeah. If you're in the process of granting magical wishes, <laughs> sure. Well, it sounds to me like you want the arson watch available at scamstuff.com. <laughs> it's a James Bond style watch that also shoots flame. Yeah. But if I'm going to be James Bond, I got to know how to get out of stuff like handcuffs. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is it's tricky. You can improvise something or you can have, I don't know, a handcuff key built into your shoelace or mm. in a ring uh, that you can use to extract yourself. OK, but maybe if I wanted to learn more about it, though, how about that? Not after. Uh, well, now that. you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. You don't have some sort of uh, escape yeah. from handcuffs sort of. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, we do have a kit. Uh, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, turns yeah. out I should open up the website. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Brian, you know, I've been batting a thousand so far today with my creative ideas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So I just want to give you this one. Yeah. I don't know if you can rush this on the website, but just like a slogan for the arson watch. Okay. A watch so cool. You're gonna start smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Actually, hold dot, on. Dot dot dot. Kids. <laughs> oh no! Not even not even cigars. We can't we can't nope. meet in the middle with no. Okay. Well, right. a cigar. There's only like a little bit of lighting. So cigarettes. Okay. Yours are chain smoking cigarettes. Okay. You're just gonna rip through these things. What about what about? Uh, how about this? Just arson watch. <laughs> Tell time. Smoke pot. <laughs> uh, by the way, it's uh, four twenty somewhere. <laughs> You've got the king of all mirrors. You've got the king of all mirrors. Which yeah. Like if anybody's interested in doing magic and wants something that will blow the F people away and can be used for different stuff, that prop is phenomenal. Uh, yeah. And it, it is the kind of thing that, that crosses the bridge. It's actually one of the few magic tricks that I think is better for the magic enthusiast than it is for the touring performer. Cause if you're on stage, you have to explain why you have a mirror on stage. Whereas if you're in your office it could just be there all the time and it makes sense. And then, you know, they do a card trick and then all of a sudden a freaking card appears through it. It's really, really magical. There you go. Cool. Scamstuff.com. Yeah. Buy, buy things. Consume, please. Consume. Please consume. This is when. This is your this God. Is, <laughs> this is the money. This is money season, baby. <laughs> we need it. And we need, we need a precipitous rainfall. I've, I've got it. I've got a shelf in my office here with stuff I bought from scam stuff. Yeah. I don't go to Brian. But, Yo, Brian, do you got an extra thing? I have a puzzle box, all this stuff. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of everything. Everything they make is really well thought out, well presented and incredible. Great, great gifts too. Some of the stuff, if you just yep. want to give somebody some kind of really cool, really, really, really cool stuff, it's Good high gifts. quality. Yeah, Ooh. at the oh, lowest prices they'll ever be offered. <laughs> okay, okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Is that on picks? I okay. think we got uh, S- Siri. Did you get that? Just send that email out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watch so cool. You're gonna be smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> Another one out well, of the park from me. <laughs> On that note, 
<laughs> How's it been? I think I'm going to just double down on that. Scam Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, it's been weird. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program.